0: Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Sea Dogs podcast. All things Scarborough Athletic FC, hosted by me, Paddy Billington, lifelong Scarborough fan from This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for the Yorkshire coast. And of course, proud to bring you full match commentary of every Scarborough game home and away this season. And we'll be doing that this weekend. Now, this has been recorded on a Friday evening and we've got a special guest. Uh, So basically, this episode is going to be coming predominantly from... The Oxford City team bus They're they're all heading north now Towards Scarborough They're staying overnight And in a moment We're going to be speaking to Andy Who's the the media manager At Oxford City And we'll get the lowdown On our opposition And find out how they're feeling Ahead of facing Scarborough Athletic This weekend I think you'll be surprised Or maybe not surprised Depends how How much research you've done um, On how similar The story of the two clubs is Anyway, it's all looking like a fantastic game. We'll also do a bit of Borough News this episode, as usual, and give you all the information you need ahead of the game this weekend.
1: This is the coast.
0: Right. Oh, by the way, don't forget you can uh, listen to this podcast, the Sea Dogs podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, and always at thisisthecoast.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Right. Let's go to the Oxford City team bus right now and speak to?
1: So my name is uh, Andy Gates, and I am the, uh, my official title is Head of Media at Oxford City FC. Well, first visit to Scarborough, is it for you? It is for me, yeah, in total, and obviously it's the first game between the two clubs, so uh, yeah, very excited.
0: Now Oxford City have been around a long time, haven't they? A lot of people wouldn't realise that.
1: Yeah, I think that's one of the things that gets looked over the most. Um, 1882, the club was formed, it's been on the a very unique journey since then, um, used to play at a ground called the White House ground, which is right in the center of Oxford. And not a lot of people know, but Oxford city back in the early years, especially won the amateur cup in 1906, I think it was. And we're drawing in crowds of, of thousands of people. And we're really going toe to toe with uh, what is now Oxford United. Uh, there's a few little, uh, bits of history as well which uh, the club uh, not, me, not many people know about the club Dobby Moore obviously England's World Cup winning captain used to be manager uh, and then eventually they were evicted from that, that ground the White House ground and basically have had to start from scratch all over again and now uh, <laughs> Whistle's top tour after loads of promotions we're now playing in the National League
0: Yeah well that's great you've summed that up brilliantly in such a short space of time that's <laughs> really really interesting yeah yeah. Um, and we know Scarborough FC went bust in 2007, a a club that had been in the Football League uh, in the 1990s. You know, uh, Neil Warnock, when he was manager, got Scarborough promoted in the late 80s, the first team to get automatic promotion into the Football League. Um, Tragic when the the old club went bust, and since then it has been a long road back, uh, a number of promotions, but actually a number of years playing nearly 20 miles down the coast in Bridlington for home games as well. So it has been a, a hard old... Slog, and it's only mm. really in the last um, you know five five years or so that we've been back playing football in Scarborough. So it's always nice, isn't it, when you get to this stage of the FA Cup? And I know for you, obviously, it's a little bit different because you haven't had to go through all the qualifying rounds to get to this stage. Um, but you know, when when you do when you do get a little cup run going, or you do get that promotion into the next division up, it it, it just it just it's great, isn't it? It's worth all the effort because there's so much effort goes into you know, getting the club back to where it was.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, just to use an analogy that we've used um, this season after being promoted, it, 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 literally Oxford City, uh, again, like, like yourselves at as score, but had to start again right from the very beginning. And in fact, uh, I think it might have been 20, 20, or, 20 or 30 years ago, Oxford City had to play at the local park. They literally got chucked out of the division after losing the ground. I had to play park football with a rope around the pitch. And at the same time, Oldham Athletic were playing in the Premiership, as it was then known, against Manchester United and and Liverpool, and now we're playing each other in the, in the same division, which is a really incredible rise. And as you just said, there for, for Scarborough, obviously you'll know it as well. You know, um, you know, with a great history. I know it's you know the Phoenix Club, if you like, if you want to call it that, and you know, really bounce back um, with a great fan base. The two clubs have really been on a, a really unique um, journeys. And then obviously the FA Cup, everyone knows how romantic it is, and everyone wants the you know, the, the wins to get him into that, that first round. And I know we've, we, we've just come into it at, at this stage of the competition, but in, in previous years, we've been used to playing those three-game slogs, if you like. I mean, last season, we played Fleetwood Town away in the first round. It didn't win, unfortunately, but it was a real journey to get there. I think we went to Plymouth, Parkway, Salisbury and um, Hornchurch, all, all the way from home, in fact. Uh, and it was a really long slog to get there. So to get to the first round proper, it, it, no matter if you get a giant killing, you'll get a big tie with the League One or League Two club. No matter what happens, it really is a journey in itself to get there. But just on City as well, in the FA Cup in, in, in recent uh, years, there's been some fond memories in, in the COVID years. They uh, uh, beat League One town, uh, sorry, League One side Northampton Town in front of the television cameras a few years before that, they beat Colchester United away, so um, obviously not for the uh, Scarborough fans out there, but fingers crossed it's uh, uh, going to be another memorable FA Cup campaign. But I'm sure you guys will be hoping for the same as well, and uh, uh, especially for um, the relatively new uh, history of the, of the new club, if you like.
0: Yeah. Uh the closest we got was this stage a few seasons ago. We had a home game in the fourth qualifying round against Hyde United. Uh we were a division uh, a division lower I think at that at that stage. Um and uh, they beat us at home actually, unfortunately, 2 0. And uh they then played MK Dons and it was on it was on the telly, you <laughs> know, so it was it was a proper sucker punch really uh, that we didn't manage to get through. Otherwise I think it was an absolute guarantee that we would have been uh, we would have been on the telly. And of course it's money as well, which is very useful each each time you progress. Um, uh, you know, in, in the FA Cup, it's vital money for the club. You know, when when you were drawn against Scarborough Athletic, then what was? Be honest here. What was what was the feeling? Was it like, oh, what a long away trip that is? Because of course, this is bizarrely the northern half of the uh, of the of the competition uh, with well, with well, yourselves in it.
1: Yeah, we, that was the first thing. Really, obviously, we knew the draw was going to be on the, the set day and. Obviously, you get, you get those feelings of getting it's the FA Cup draw. It's always really exciting and nerve-wracking. And then I'm looking through the southern teams that are still in it and thinking, well, don't want to go to, uh, you know, a Truro or, or the West, you know, uh, that sort of area of the country, or would not like them, or would I like them? And then you see, <laughs> you in the northern section of the draw, and then you look at the northern teams, you've just completely forgotten about, it, and you're just like, oh, no, just, just get a home draw and I'm going to be honest myself personally obviously listening on, on the radio first team out was Scarborough Athletic and you always do that thing don't you when you're when you listening to the cup draw and you, a team comes out and says oh, will we take them or will we not so Scarborough away it's like oh don't bring us out the hat that's a long long way to go but obviously that's what's happened but you know the National League North uh, if we didn't get promoted Oxford City would have probably been in that and there's some absolute Massive trips. I mean, you'll know that you'll be going to the likes of Brackley, who are just who are just near us, really, and Bambery United, uh, and they'll be going to the likes of yourselves and Sly Spartans. I mean, even this season, we've got to go to the Gateshead, so uh, it's not ideal, but it's it's a new ground. The fans are really happy to go and, and, and tick that off. A lot, and uh, you know, a lot of the travelled up over overnight to you know, soak in the um, a bit of time at the seaside and stuff like that. So it's really exciting and uh, yeah although it's a long journey you just gotta grin and bear it and uh, yeah enjoy the occasion no matter where it
0: is yeah and you are talking to us from the the bus are you with the team now are you is that what you is that are you traveling with right now
1: yeah uh, yes uh, traveling up at the moment so a little bit of traffic on the way which isn't ideal but uh, yeah we're on the way up now so fingers crossed we're not too far away
0: Yeah, yeah. I I will ask you where you're staying, because otherwise uh, I'm planning to put this podcast out this evening. We'll have people setting off fire alarms in the night um, and all that. (laughs) I'd love to say that wouldn't happen, but it probably would. Um, And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, look... Scarborough Athletic are still used to staying overnight before certain games certain long journeys that's a new thing as well and uh, you know we're very lucky actually to have um, fans who who actually sponsor uh, those away um, away overnight as you know because Scarborough is is not a full-time club Uh, that's the other thing as well Uh, you know we are we are testing our mettle against uh, a number of full-time teams in the National League North but Scarborough Athletic aren't one of them Um, so you know our players have everyday jobs as well so that's the other thing too but
1: yeah yeah, I was just going to say, on that point, it's exactly uh, Oxford City and exactly the same boat. Although we're in uh, a, a different division, we're, we're still part-time. The, the players have uh, jobs alongside the football. So to, you know to come up tonight, uh, some lads have had to take uh, days off work to, to come and stay. And um, it's a new thing for us as well. I think we stayed uh, one uh, overnight stay last season, which was in the FA Cup, when we had to go to Fleetwood Town. So it is relatively new, still getting used to it. Um, so yeah, again from from the conversation and the, and the way things are going, the, the two clubs very similar, and uh, yeah, t- shaping up to be a really entertaining tight game between two clubs that have
0: really got to get to where they are. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think both sides like to play football, and the atmosphere should be great as well. It, uh, the capacity at the moment at the Flamingoland Stadium uh, is just over three thousand. It's not an all ticket, um, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be getting there. I would imagine tomorrow a lot of people very excited about the about the uh, about the match. Um, I mean, last season, our first season in National League North, we had a really good season. We we're in the playoffs for the entire season apart from the very last game of the season and pretty much the last few minutes of the last game of the season as well which was frustrating Um, but I think fans were just really happy that we'd had such a positive um, season Uh, we finished 8th so just outside the playoffs by one place and a goal or two something ridiculous like that it's not been quite so good so far this season Uh, you you do sometimes find though don't you that you, when you're not having the best off seasons in the league, you can actually have a cup run to compensate. Um, and I don't know whether one's a distraction from the other, um, but I think you know you'll take the cup run, wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's definitely like that. I mean, we, you know, we, we um, we're very close to Banbury United and Brackley, who uh, who the club get on with very well, and uh, you know, players will usually there's a there's a link between players and stuff. So we do keep an eye on the National League North and that. Obviously, but to the detriment that that last day was crazy, but um, yeah, it always seems to work out that way. I mean, before I was at Oxford City, I think uh, the, the, the team uh, went on a mega FA Cup run again. I think they got to the first round, and it might have—I think it might have been the year that he beat Manchester, uh United, who were in League Two at the time. So a bit of a giant killing, but they were really struggling in the league. And it always somehow works out that way um, this season um, for the size of the clubs that they're uh, coming up against. They've um, have really done well in the league. So it's another chance to try and get into the FA Cup and have a sort of distraction from that real um, tough test of uh, these full-time teams coming to, to Oxford and, and vice versa. Uh, but yeah, it's always great to have an FA Cup run. I mean. We, we did have a look and, uh, at the attendances that Scarborough get getting and for so a team that are playing in the sixth tier of Football Pyramid I mean I think is it one and a half thousand to two thousand fans yeah yeah tournament? absolutely yeah yeah it's yeah. yeah, absolutely incredible and that's what's so brilliant isn't it about non-league football especially now as well that the cup fever is really uh, you know, coming into play. One game away for both teams to get to the first round of the FA Cup. And, of course, it's the international break as well. So, hopefully, it entices a few more fans, uh, especially up from, from your end of the neck of the woods, where uh, perhaps they might not have been to a Scarborough game before and just want to check it out and, and watch a good game of football. It's a perfect opportunity to get uh, a little bit of an inflated attendance and uh, yeah, both uh, two sets of supporters getting behind the team to watch a great game of football. And, uh, yeah, uh Hopefully, spark
0: a good run. And and finally, um, I mean, some borough fans uh, are not too happy because, weirdly, this is the funny thing about the football pyramid. Uh, normally, Scarborough fans will be able to enjoy a pint uh, on the terraces, uh, but because we are playing a National League side. Because you're that division higher, um, it's not allowed, so everyone has to, you know, drink uh, in the victory bar, uh, as it's called, and um, keep their pints away from the terraces, uh, which is,
1: yeah. it's,
0: it's funny one, that, not it? it? Weirdly, if we were playing in a local derby and, you know, the atmosphere was a bit more hostile, it, it'd be fine, but because we're playing a team from a higher league, uh, that comes into play.
1: Oh, exactly. It's it's caused those as a club as well, uh, some some problems. Obviously, getting promoted is is fantastic, and then as soon as you get promoted, you have to think about the things off the field that you really have to accommodate. And one of those things is the um, alcohol at the side of the picture. We've had to put in, uh, you know, little uh, things of uh, from ourselves to. To make sure that no one's drinking alcohol in view of the pitch. I mean, last season was was, was similar. You know, the, the, every single team and, and, and uh, that came to Oxford City and the Oxford City fans was, you know, there was never any problems at all. Um, and then suddenly you get promoted and it all has to change. You can't drink within a view of the pitch. You have to manage it really strictly. It's it's, it's really frustrating. And uh, the local teams that we played in uh, pre-season had to to get onto that really quickly as well. I think we went to. Bambury and Brackley mid-season, they they couldn't have uh, alcohol in, in the pitch. We've had to put in infrastructure at the stadium to make sure that we're um, you know uh, in line with the rules. Uh, so yeah, so, sorry about that, Scarborough fans. Um, this is part and parcel with uh, getting promoted, but. Um, do pick up in the second half of the season, you know, launch a, a promotion bid again, maybe it's a nicer problem to have next season, perhaps, you never know. Well,
0: uh, yeah, you say that, I mean, maybe for some fans they would be thinking, oh, actually, I think I'd rather stay here and be able to drink a pint on the terrace. Uh, anyway, yeah. now, we, we're, we're working on a, a, a new away end, there's, there's not much room in that away end, unfortunately, it's not it, the way the the way the new stadium was designed, they only left a metre or two uh, between the swimming pool building and, and the goal, um, and but there there are going to be a few steps put in Uh, they are working on it at the moment it's not actually been completed yet but you will get a great welcome uh, I'm sure uh, that lovely northern friendly welcome that you'd expect Um, and you know we do wish you a continued safe journey this evening and enjoy your visit to the seaside not too much of course but um, yeah we look forward to an entertaining game we won't mention the replay word but you know that is always a possibility too so it could be us on the long journey an even longer journey it'd feel as well on a Tuesday but uh, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens
1: yeah, we've been in that position before again. We won't mention that, though. But, yeah, thank you very much. Really looking forward to it. And, yeah, that's a really good game. Yeah, all right. And
0: the players on the pitch right now, they're just relaxing. Is anyone snoring or anything like that? Are they on mobile phones? Are they just chatting quietly? What's the atmosphere like?
1: There's a few having a little bit of a snooze at the moment. But, yeah, the atmosphere's good. A few laughs you might have heard in the background of this call. In fact, that there's a bit of laughing going on, a bit of banter at the back of the coach with a I think it is uh, but yeah you know atmosphere is good it always is uh, here. you know not going to get too high with the highs or low with the lows that's the mantra of the, the squad that's been built uh, so yeah atmosphere is good and uh, fingers crossed for us in fact it stays like that
0: yeah alright all the best uh, by the way when you get to the A64 it just goes on forever and ever and ever it'll, it'll feel like an absolute lifetime before you get here but I'm sure you will soon alright take care all the best thank you very much Big thanks to Andy there from Oxford City FC. Brilliant, isn't it, there? Just uh, crossing live to the... uh team bus as it were to have a chat a real insight into Oxford City FC and uh, I think it's fair to say that both clubs uh, have similar stories and clearly a lot of love has gone into putting Oxford City back where, where they belong uh, and much the same with Scarborough Feli as well so much work goes into uh, making the club better and better on and off the pitch so hopefully the atmosphere on Saturday at the Flemingland Stadium is going to be fantastic and the draw for the FA Cup first round proper is made Sunday and it's going to be live on ITV on the telly. So hopefully Scarborough's name will be in the hat. In other Borough news uh, Scarborough Athletic can confirm that Charlie Marshall has opted to play regular football and has returned to Garforth Town I believe he scored as well uh, on his first game back there. So good luck to Charlie really exciting talent uh, and also uh, what a great night it was on Tuesday uh, away in Middlesbrough against the Middlesbrough under-23s in the North Riding Senior Cup uh, Really great performance I thought. I was doing commentary standing at the back of um, a standing up stand. There was, it wasn't the best uh, facilities to commentate with Um, but yeah it was a brilliant performance I thought from Scarborough Athletic and uh, yeah we won so we we progressed in the North Riding Senior Cup well done to Borough well that's just about it for episode 27 however we're going to finish with a bit of information ahead of the the big match this Saturday uh, at the Flamingoland Stadium we're going to finish off with all the information you need ahead of the Oxford City game. Uh, Borough go into the game with confidence after that good performance against Middlesbrough midweek. John O'Greening is set to have a full-strength side available with Bailey Good at recovering from his injury, which kept him out of last Saturday's first home defeat of the season. Oxford City are actually Borough's highest competitive opponents. Uh, and as we've heard, they're heading this way right now. Uh, they've not won away from home this season to date. But as, as we know, league form goes out the window on Cup Day. Uh, they've, they've got a mixture of full and part-time players. they won promotion to the National League in the summer. They've had a tough start to the new campaign. Uh, they're set to miss several players due to injury or international duty for this weekend's fixture. It's nice, isn't it? International duty. Uh, should the game end in a draw, that replay will be on Tuesday evening with a 7.45 kickoff uh, in Oxford. Uh, tickets are available to purchase online in advance and the club recommend you do that to avoid the queues and any possible disappointments uh, if you turn up and it just happens to be full. Season passes are not valid for this cup fixture, it's all pay, and you can buy your tickets by going to scarboroughathletic.com. Adults £15, concessions £11, uh, youths 12 to 17 £7, and kids aged 11 and under, just a quid. It must be accompanied by a paying adult, and the Kids for a Quid is sponsored in memory of Gary Ledden. For home fans, you can access the ground from 12.30. The fan zone and the victory bar will be open. The fan zone can be accessed quickest via the Borough Gate turnstiles. Entry through the clubhouse is now strictly for players, officials, hospitality guests and main stand ticket holders. The, club- the clubhouse will be occupied by hospitality guests. There will be limited access to the clubhouse bar to supporters. And it's a one thirty entry for visiting supporters via the swimming pool turnstiles. And until those ground developments are completed, uh, soon actually, away fans will be standing only in section D of the ground. There'll be no alcohol for visiting supporters inside the ground, but of course there are local pubs nearby. The Sea Dog Kitchen has officially opened in the fan zone, located next to the Victory Bar. The catering unit will serve a range of delicious food. Two supporters increasing the match day food offering and fan experience. It's all good, isn't it? It's getting some great reviews, that food as well, the Sea Dog Kitchen. Uh, Anyway, all the information you need... Is at scarboroughfetic.com. Thanks for listening to episode 27 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and you'll get notified whenever there's a new podcast. And we'll see you on episode 28. Good luck to the Sea Dogs this weekend.